0: Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Now for our story. In the courtrooms of Judge Hiram Willoughby at Huntsville, the county seat of Wakefield, a custody suit was about to take place. A trial which would determine whether or not Bill Meade was to gain possession of the baby boy he believed to be his son
2: presence of the flag of the United States, the Superior Court of the State in and for the County of Wakefield is now in session. The Honorable Judge Hiram Willoughby presiding. (coughs) Be seated, please. (coughs) Well, Aunt Mary, won't be long now. As soon as the judge is ready, they'll get started. Uh, That attorney Ben Calvert hired from himself a smooth-looking customer. Which one is he, Lefty? Uh, Up there at the table in front. With the large briefcase and all the papers? Yeah, yeah, that's Farnsworth. Either he's putting on a good act or he's got an awful lot of material. Just the same. I'm putting my hopes in Angus. Oh, Angus McGillop's nobody's fool. But this Farnsworth looks like he might pull a few rabbits out of his hat if he got a chance. Sometimes a man
3: puts on the look of being sure of himself just to hide the fact that he isn't.
2: Yeah. Well, we'll hope that's it. Look at
3: Ben Calvert, will you?
2: Speaking of being pleased with yourself.
3: Oh, that's pretty much Ben's natural look, Lifty.
2: Yeah. You know that Jessie's really a fine-looking woman, is not she?
3: Jessie's always
2: been a fine-looking woman. She
3: was quite beautiful as a girl.
2: Eh, There's something cold about her, though. And she's beginning to get those little discontented lines a woman gets when she thinks she's abused somehow.
3: I don't imagine Jessie's had a very easy time of it
2: since she married Ben. Maybe not. But that's what she wanted. She never would have rested easy until she could prove to the town that she had been able to land him. You know that, Aunt Mary. Well, why on earth she'd want to? Jesse
3: was very much in love with Ben at one time.
2: It's hard to believe.
3: Oh, it's... it's too bad about Kit. The girl looks so white. Nervous. Doesn't she, Lefty?
2: Yeah, she does. Seems to me she's lost a lot of weight these last months. I guess she's taking it pretty hard. But Why? You can't tell me it's because she's worried about this kid of hers and Bill's. Whatever it is, she looks downright ill. I can't help feeling sorry for her. Look at the way she's dressed. She's got herself all done up like a young widow or something. To look at her, you'd think butter wouldn't melt in her mouth. I'm glad Peggy decided not to come.
3: Yes, it's much better this way.
2: I know this would have been too much of a strain on her. I thought so,
3: Lefty. That's why I didn't urge her to come. Well, I hope Bill wins.
2: <laughs> kind of funny, me pulling for that guy. But Peggy'd be a lot better off if he does get custody of the child. She's going to marry Nicholas in a few months now. And the sooner Bill's life gets settled down, the better it'll be for all concerned. I'll feel a lot better when. Uh oh! Looks as if they're ready to begin.
1: Ace of Mead versus Calvert. Ready, Your Honor.
2: Ready, Your Honor. Angus is getting up. Looks like he's going to lead off.
1: Mr. McKillop? Your Honor, I wish to call Mr. David Bowman to the stand.
2: Mm. Pardon me, please.
1: Good morning, David. Be seated over there,
0: please.
2: Raise your right hand, please. Do you solemnly swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? So help you God. I
1: do. Now then, your name please David Bowman Your occupation, Mr. Bowman I'm a banker, the Wakefield Trust and Savings Very good, do you own the bank? Yes, I do And how long have you owned the Wakefield Trust and Savings Bank, Mr. Bowman? 20 years 20 years And during all that time, you have been a resident in the town of Wakefield, in the county of Wakefield Is that true? Yes, it is Now, Mr. Bowman are you acquainted with a man by the name of Bill Mead? Yes, I am. He works for me. At the bank? That's right. How long have you known Mr. Mead? Mm, let me see. I met him first when he was stationed at Camp Downing. That would be about three years ago. Three years. At that time, Mr. Mead was a sergeant in the United States Army, was he not? He was. Now, Mr. Billman, I wonder if you'd tell the court your opinion of Mr. Mead's character. Any knowledge of him you required during your three years of acquaintance? I'm grant to. During the period of my association with Bill Mead, I've never known him to do a dishonorable or dishonest act. He's been hardworking, sober, and entirely reliable. I'm glad to say that I can recommend his character without reservation.
0: Uh, your Honor. I object, Mr. Farnsworth. I feel that Mr. McKillop is attempting to give a character
1: testimonial
0: which is entirely irrelevant to the question at hand. The question of whether or not my client, Miss Kit
1: Calvert, the former Mrs. Meade, is a fit mother? Uh, Your Honor, uh, certainly the testimony of a well-known citizen such as Mr. Bowman. Regarding the background and character of my client can hardly be considered as not pertaining to the case. On the contrary, it's of utmost importance. You may proceed with your witness, Mr. McKillop. Uh, Mr. Bowman, is Miss Calvert, the defendant, a relative of yours? Yes, she is. what relation is Miss Calvert to you? She's my niece. Your sister was her mother, in other words. Is that true? Yes. My late sister married Kit's father, Ben Calvert. Hmm. Then, if Miss Calvert is your niece, I presume you've known her a long time. Since she was born. Hmm. Now, Mr. Bowman, in your own words, I'd like you to tell the court your opinion regarding the fitness of your niece, Miss Calvert, as a mother to her child. I can put the matter very briefly in this way. It is my considered opinion that my niece is not a fit mother to bring up her child. This opinion is borne out by the fact that my niece has actually admitted to me that she wished she had never had the child. Your witness, Mr. Farnsworth.
0: I have a few questions I'd like to put to the witness, Your Honor.
1: Scott recognizes the attorney for the defense, Mr. George Farnsworth. You may proceed, Mr. Farnsworth.
0: Now, uh, Mr. Bowman, you say your niece told you she wished she'd never become the mother of a child. Is that true? Yes. Was this shortly after your niece returned from California? Yes, it was. It was shortly after Miss Calvert returned from California, where she had given birth to a baby son after months of lonely separation from her husband. Now, Mr. Bowman, is it or is it not true, to your knowledge that shortly after Miss Calvert returned from California with a newborn son, her husband informed her that he refused to stay under the same roof with her.
1: Yes, but you see... Uh,
0: Pardon me, Mr. Bowman. And now to proceed. How long has it been since you talked with the defendant? About three weeks. And on that occasion, what was the gist of your conversation? Kit came to see me. She wanted me to persuade her husband not to sue for custody of the child. She wanted you to persuade her husband not to sue for custody? That's right. Does that sound to you like a woman who wished she'd never had a child? Does it, Mr. Bowman? Not on the face of it, but... Uh, Just answer the question, if you please. Mr. Bowman, in your opinion, was your niece, Miss Calvert, sincere when she pleaded with you to persuade her husband not to attempt taking her baby son from her?
1: Yes, I believe she was very sincere. You say she was sincere, Mr.
0: Bowman. Then, if you believe that, your earlier statement is clearly a contradiction. You stated a few minutes ago that your niece had said in your presence she wished she'd never had the child. Is that correct? Yes, it is. But this statement was made to you shortly after your niece returned home with a newborn son to learn that her husband insisted on a divorce. Was it not? Yes. And yet, after that divorce was granted, when the young woman had acquired a new equilibrium, after the trying experience of bearing a child in a shattered marriage, after she'd been able to recover somewhat... Her genuine mother love asserted itself and she pleaded with you to persuade her husband to allow her to keep her baby son. And you believe that plea was sincere, do you not? Yes, I believe it was. Thank you, Mr. Bowman. That will be all.
1: As Kit's attorney looked triumphantly around the courtroom, Bill Meade had turned anxiously toward his own lawyer, Angus McKillop whose careful structure of evidence had been so cleverly destroyed by the smooth man from the city. But Angus looked far from beaten. His gray eyes were angry, and there was an air of determination about him, which restored Bill's confidence.